prepared to take the Lord's Supper. And if the council will come and begin to pass out the elements. We serve a mighty God this morning. We serve a mighty Lamb of God who has taken away all of our sins, who has with his stripes taken upon his back the healing of our bodies, the healing of our souls, the healing of our minds. And the Word tells us that we ought to, inasmuch seeing the days getting closer and shorter and to His coming, we ought to remain faithful in taking of this, the Lord's body, drinking of His blood, because with it, we are remembering what Christ did for us. And as we take it, I believe that we're reiterating our salvation. We're reiterating our healing. And we are reiterating the fact that Jesus is our all in all. And as we take it, I believe that our bodies can be healed. Did you hear what I said? As we take this Lord's Supper today, I believe as we take it, we can be healed. So I want us to remain in a spirit of prayer before we do take it. Paul talks about if we take of this cup unworthily, it could mean bad consequences. And I don't mean to scare you this morning, but all you need to do is trust in the mercy and grace and blood of the Lamb and have Him take care of whatever it is. None of us are worthy in and of ourselves, but because He is worthy, as we trust in His worthiness, we become worthy. So right now, I want us just to reflect and I want us to sing, Oh, the blood of Jesus, before we take it. And you just reflect on your life, on your relationship, and make sure everything is right in your belief system in trusting in Him fully and totally for your salvation. Amen. Oh, the blood of Jesus. again. I spoke a minute or two ago about as we take this, we're taking on the healing power of Christ. And so we're doing things just a little bit different. How many knows God's not married to our agenda? It's His agenda. It's all about His agenda. So as we go to the Lord in not just taking the Lord's Supper, I want us to do that in lieu of us doing what we normally do in praying for the needs. And I have several that have been given to me this morning. Charles Zimba, Sister Sarah Fulp needs a real touch in her body this morning. Lyra Harris needs a, a real definite touch this morning. Also, Brother Roger Ellington is, is recovering, but 
He still needs our prayers for a complete and total recovery. And then, if you have your bulletins, how many knows that there's prayer requests on the back? Would you just lay your hand on that right now as an act of faith and let's, let's believe for everybody on that prayer list this morning? In Jesus' name. And I'm going to lead us in a prayer before we take this Holy Communion. But let's believe God to touch each and every need that's been mentioned and that's been brought to our attention through the bulletin this morning. Father, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your blood and your body that you gave for not only our salvation but also our healing and of supplying and meeting every need that we have. And Lord, we bring every need to you this morning and we ask you to touch and move and minister to each and every person that's been mentioned through some means or another in Jesus' name. And as we personally take this communion this morning, we ask and pray for your healing virtue to flow through our bodies. And Lord, if anybody wants to just stand in for somebody or sit in for somebody this morning, as they take this, may you grant that healing touch that is needed. In the name of Jesus, we pray. 1 Corinthians the 10th chapter, the 17th verse says, For we being many, many are one bread and one body, for we are, we are all partakers of that one bread. And then the 11th chapter, the 23rd verse, the last portion of that 23rd verse, that the Lord Jesus that same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And I'm going to ask you to get your bread ready in your hand. Everybody with me? All right, let's break it unto the Lord. And when he had given thanks, and Lord, we do give you thanks for your body, he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us drink. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just again say thank you for your body that was mangled, that was marred, that suffered great agony and pain. And thank you for that blood that was shed for the remission of my sins. And every person here this morning, everybody watching online this morning, for the remission of our sins, you shed your innocent blood. And by your stripes, we are healed. And we declare healing this morning in every sick body, in every sick soul and mind and spirit. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, for it reaches to the highest mountain. Oh, and it flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. 
it will never lose its power. Oh, for it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. It reaches one more time to the low highest mountain. Oh, and it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, it's the blood that gives me strength from day to day. Oh, it will never lose. It will never It will never lose its power. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can we just lift our hands all over this building today and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for your blood. Oh, and thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I just want to thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy salvation so full and free sing it one more time I want to thank you thank you thank you Lord for saving my soul thank you Lord for making me whole I just want to thank you Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation, so full, rich, and free. And everybody happy about your salvation this morning, say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. I could get happy for a minute or two. I could get real happy. But uh, we'll go ahead and, and uh, get Brother Zeb to come on up and give us the announcements and take the morning tithe and offering. God bless you for being here this morning. Thank you, Lord. morning. <laughs> uh, we appreciate everyone being here this morning. It's a pleasure for everyone to be here. You could have been anywhere else, but I'm glad you decided to come here. And if you're visiting with us today and you don't have a church home of your own, just consider yourself this to be your home. Because we want you to be a part of this congregation. And we just want to love on you spiritually and just show you how much we appreciate you. I have a, uh, uh, a note here uh, from the family of uh, Paul Chilton. It says, uh, Stonewall Pentecostal Holiness Church, thanks so much for the beautiful peace lily. But most of all, your thoughts and prayers during this loss of my father. Although this is a difficult time and his, and his presence will be certainly missed, 
I can't, I, I can find peace knowing that he is in the presence of the Lord. It's from Angie and the entire family of Paul Chilton. Okay, for our announcement, uh, we have women's Bible study coming this Tuesday at uh, 10 a.m. in the children's church. And uh, oh, it says in room 305. So it's not in children's church anymore, I guess. It's in room 305. So if you're a lady and you haven't been coming, you're welcome to come. And you probably need to come because they have a good time. I hear good, I hear, we hear good stuff about what comes out of there. Uh, Wednesday night service training, uh, May the 3rd, 7 o'clock. This Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, Brother Doyle is teaching on how to live a happy life, going through the uh, Lord's Prayer. Uh, if you've not uh, been, been a part of those services, you need to be a part of those services because they have been special. I mean, it's, uh, it's been real enlightening to myself and uh, spiritually defining so you need to you need to come to that also there is a mother daughter banquet may the 6th at 6 p.m in the fellowship hall and so uh today is the final day to sign up and pay for the banquet so if you haven't signed up you need to sign up uh, and then uh next sunday children's church can we make a presentation you know we need to come out and support these young folks amen Amen. So uh, uh, all your grandpas and uncles and sisters and brothers and cousins and neighbors, they need to come out and support these children. So invite somebody to come out and see what, our, see what our kids are doing. Amen. They need our support. They need our support. Any other announcements that I've missed? I hope not. Oh, that's right. Uh, also, uh, got some good news. You know, when we've done our business plan, presentation this year we, you know we said one of the things we wanted to do is start a new choir miss sherry is going to talk about uh, starting a choir back i asked deb for 45 seconds <laughs> all right so this was in your bulletin this morning if you love the lord with all your heart and you love singing praises to him and you love sitting at his feet in worship we invite you to come and fill this choir. We want this choir filled with worshipers, people who love the Lord and who love each other. And uh, brother, we've got some bad ringing up here. But the sign-up sheet is out in the foyer. Please take a moment to put your name there. Give us your telephone number as well so that we can make contact with you about our initial practice. And we're hoping, Pastor, three weeks from today to have the choir in place. I'm so excited. Are y'all excited? <laughs> interim worship pastor, but our worship pastor of Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church. Amen. God bless you, Sister Sherry. So, so far this year, we've got two of those things checked off that we said we wanted to do this year. First one was to get a new pastor. We have Hallelujah. A new pastor. Amen. Amen. Second thing was start a choir. That's in the works. So, uh, we're moving along trying to do the things that the Lord, has, the Lord has put on our hearts to do this year. And I uh, want to make sure that our worship experience here at Stonewall Pentecostal Holiness Church is the best it can be. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's uh, time to receive our offering. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day, Lord. Lord, and I thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. And I thank you for the gift thank and the you, power Jesus. of prayer, Lord, that you have given us, Lord. And, Lord, I thank you for the promise that you said, Lord, Lord, you'd be with us always and never forsake us, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just pray your blessings upon this offering. It's such an opportunity to give back a small portion of what it is that you have blessed us with. For you have been so good, Lord, to us, Lord. Amen. For we are a blessed people. Amen. Amen. We are a blessed people. Lord, I just pray that your blessings be upon this, Lord, that you'll multiply it, Lord, for the use, Lord, the furtherment, this church, Lord, and our ministry within, within this community, Lord. Yes, yes. And Heavenly Father, I just pray your blessings upon each person here today, Lord, upon their families, upon their homes, and upon all that they do, Lord. And all these things, Lord, we pray in Christ's holy name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Amen.
construction carried out by God's own hand. Fifteen hundred miles wide, mansion standing side by side. The streets are paved with gold throughout the land. Now they say there'll be no dying in that city. No sickness and no sorrow will be known. Although people will be strong, no division all is Eternal celebrating going on. Don't you want to go? Jessica, I tell you what, that's some good singing, amen? I thought the Crab family was here all of a sudden. I, I've actually heard them sing that song in person, and, and you, I tell you, if they need a fill-in, here's, here's, here she is right here. Amen, that was good, good, good. Thank God. I want to go. How about you? Amen, I don't believe it's going to be very long either. Just a few announcements that I wanted to make as pastor this morning. We will have a ministry leader meeting uh, next Sunday at 3.30 in the Fellowship Hall. If you are a ministry leader, please plan on being in that meeting. Uh, we're going to be casting some vision and setting some things in motion that I believe is, is in line with the, what the Lord would have us to, to move into and be here, plan on being here without anything uh, providentially hindering you, hopefully. Also, the how many like spring cleaning? No? <laughs> We're going to have a church spring clean day. Amen? Come on, let's get excited now. How, what can I do to help? I'm glad you asked. You can be here for Church Spring Clean Day. And that will be May the 20th at 9 a.m. And we will have donuts and coffee. If that won't get you out, I don't know anything else to do to get you here. Besides somebody making a full course breakfast. We have any volunteers? <laughs> All right, donuts and coffee it is. 
Then Memorial Day family cookout. How many like a good old-fashioned cookout? Amen. Put it on your calendar for Saturday, May the 27th at 4 p.m. right here on the church grounds. We're going to have a cookout. And I tell you what, I believe we've got a great cook, a special cook, griller, I don't know, grill master. That's how I knew I was fishing for the right word. We're going to have the, the uh, Stoneville, Rockingham County grill master to come and and do some grilling. So you will not want to miss that. And also, anyone who is interested in being an, an usher, we need some ushers around here. I like bringing our tithe and offering, but I also like passing the plate. Amen? So if you are willing to serve as an usher, Will you come to me, and better yet, when you're going out the door and you're shaking my hand and loving my neck and, and just telling me how much you love and appreciate me, tell me that you're willing to be an usher. <laughs> you like that psychology I'm using? <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Well, I believe that, that you'll be blessed, and I know the church will be blessed as you do that. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, turn with me to Romans, the fourth chapter, reading from the 17th verse. Romans 4, 17, and I'm going to do my very best to keep this at a minimum. This is What Can I Do to Help series part three. We've had part one, part two, and now part three. What can I do to help? I'm going to tell you. And stand, if you would, for the reading of God's Word this morning. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and laying the great emphasis here, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. The Amplified says it this way, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existing things that he has foretold and promised as if they are already existed. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. I pray that it would be anointed by your Holy Spirit as it goes forth. I believe this to be the word that you have given me for this day, for this people, and I pray that you would bless it as it goes forth. Bless every hearer to receive it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. How would you like to be able to call things into existence that does not exist? That would be a, a pretty special gift, wouldn't it? If you could just speak things and automatically they appeared, that would be pretty, pretty nifty gift to have. Well, I'm here to tell you we serve a God that not only can but does do that very thing. He calls those things that are non-existent, that are not, as though they are. And I like, I, I just took the liberty to go through several different versions of how they express the word here that I read for the text. So let me just share a few with you. God calleth those things which be not as though they were, he calls into existence the things that do not exist. He calls into being that which does not exist. I like this one. He summons the things that do not yet exist as though they already do. I like that summons. He, he calls them forth. Our God has the ability to create out of nothing. God creates new things out of nothing. In fact, how did God create us? How did he create this world that we're living in? He spoke it into existence. 
And we're told by John, who was that word that went forth and created? None other than Jesus himself. He was the word. And as God spoke the word, Jesus went forth and created, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And I'll just, I won't get into all the, the theological implications there, but I just wanted to throw that in. The nothing in our text this morning would be the deadness of Sarah's womb. The new things here would be Abraham's offspring. Sarah was 90 years old and Abraham was 100 years old when the Lord finally came and fulfilled his promise of giving them offspring. God spoke of Abraham's descendants when they, there were none. Get this into your spirit. God speaks of impossible things and in speaking them, he makes them possible. Now, follow me very stringently here. We are made in the image of God. Therefore, there are power, there is rather power in our words, in what we say. How many of you know that? Proverbs 18, 21, the power of life and death are in the what? Tongue. Now, hear me out. Hear this very clearly. While we do not naturally or spiritually possess the creative power of God in our tongues unless he gives us that enabling ability... So I want you to get that clear. I'm not saying that you can just name it and claim it, blab it and grab it this morning, but I am telling you that if God's anointing power comes upon us to speak creative words, we can do that by his power. Not our own, but his power. But here's where our power comes into play. Our words can either set the will of God in motion for us. Do you hear me? Or it can stop the flow of God and his power in our lives. Did, did you get that? Everybody got that and I don't want to be an elementary school teacher this morning, but I believe we need to realize what we say can affect our spirituality. What comes out of our mouth does affect us spiritually. Thoughts never become reality until we speak them. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. We have the ability to intentionally speak life and words of faith or speak death and words of doubt and unbelief. What are you doing this morning? Are you speaking life? Are you speaking faith? Are you speaking doubt? Are you speaking unbelief? Whatsoever is not of faith, the word says, is sin. So everything that comes out of our mouth should be faith-filled. Amen? Everything that should come out of our mouth should be positive. Now, does that mean we neglect telling the truth? I don't believe that for one minute. I know some people say, well, if you're sick, don't claim it. Don't say you're sick. If you're sick, you're sick. Don't lie about it. You're sick. You're in need of a touch from God. But when you speak your sickness, you need to speak the sufficiency of God. But my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus our Lord. You see where I'm going with this. When we rise up as God's called and anointed people and start speaking words of faith and vision, heaven will respond and act on our behalf. 
hear me. Our words will go through, and I'll just... The Lord gave me this to give you this morning. This isn't something I I got out of a book. It's something I, I received, I believe, from the Lord. When our words go forth and they go through God's filtering process, they go through his filtering process for him to act upon those words as he wills and decides to do. We speak in faith. And they go through the filtering part of God that says, okay, I see that faith and I'm going to act. Or you are speaking my perfect will and I'm going to do it. But if we stay silent and we don't speak words of faith and we don't declare works of faith, then you know what? Everything will remain the same. Very possibly, very potentially. So what can you do to help? I'm so glad you asked. Start speaking those things that are not as though they are. Speak words of life and faith that will usher in the will of God at Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church. Start speaking words of faith. Yeah, but I don't see anything happening. I don't see anything going on. I don't see God working. I don't see God moving. You still declare what God will do. So, Matthew 18, 19, if two of you agree on earth as touching anything that shall be done or shall be asked, It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. How many knows, and that's a message in and of itself, but how many knows there's power in agreement? There is power in us being in agreement. It is important if we're going to see the work and will of God done at the Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church for us to all get into agreement. Let's get behind what God wants. Let's get behind what God is saying. And let's get behind what thus saith the Lord. And let's start speaking it. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to ask you this morning. And I, I came up with a list of about 17 declarations. So I'm going to go through them very quickly. But these are 17 declarations that I believe the Lord, and don't, don't panic. Like I said, I'm going through them quickly, and everybody said, amen. I'm going to declare them, but as I do, and I finish the one, if you're in agreement, and I will stop and have you say, we agree. So are we in agreement for that? So, we agree. Hey, wow, y'all are good. Y'all are, y'all are a smart crowd. Amen. I like that. Number one, and by the way, I want to encourage you, when you go home this afternoon, when you're in your prayer time throughout this week, I want you to write lists of faith things that you would like to see God do for you, for you personally, for your household, for your family, and for this church. So I don't, I don't just have my list. I want you to have your list that you're going to speak in faith. Amen? I encourage you to do that. So number one, I decree and call for this spiritual house to be a life-giving station to all who will come in to our fellowship. Dead works and deadness of any kind will not be allowed to hinder or affect the work of God in this house. We speak life to this place, amen. We speak life to this place and any good thing or ministry that has seemingly died, we speak resurrection power of Jesus Christ for it to live again. We agree, amen. Let's join Susan. She's she's in an agreement mood and everybody said amen. Do you agree? I declare for the Lord to have complete control over this house and to build this church according to his perfect will, design, and specifications, except the Lord 
build the house, the laborers labor in vain that build it, and we Amen. Number two, I call for thousands. And hear me out. I started out with hundreds, but the Lord chided me. And he said, is that all you're going to believe me for? So I changed it to thousands. I call for thousands of Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church designated souls to be supernaturally, miraculously born again, transformed, and saved. We call these souls from the north, the south, the east, and the west in Jesus' name. And we agree. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Number three, I call and declare for all tormented lives that come under our influence to be fully delivered from demonic possession and oppression in Jesus' name. I speak for this house to operate in a complete deliverance ministry that will see thousands supernaturally set free from addictions and anything that does not honor the Lord and would keep someone from living a life of spiritual freedom and liberty. And do you? We agree. Number four, I call for the complete ministry of discipleship to fully equip and empower and release all these new converts and delivered souls into the harvest field. Number five, I call for all backslidden and lukewarm Christians to be fully restored to spiritual health and for the fire of the Holy Spirit to fully revive them. I call for those who have not been filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be filled and not only be filled, but to remain full of the Holy Spirit. And I call and decree for miracles of complete healing for every sick body that currently is or will be a part of our household of faith. We call for supernatural creative miracles to become a normal occurrence in this house. Amen. I speak and decree for supernatural miracles of healing for all emotional and mentally disturbed minds and souls sent to us. I speak and decree that Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church will reach and provide total discipleship to thousands, not just hundreds, hundreds, but thousands of children, students, young adults, and young couples in Jesus' name. Number 10, I speak and decree complete restoration and healing to failing marriages throughout the communities we serve as well as any failing marriages within any members of our household of faith this morning. And we agree. Number 12, or 11, excuse me. I speak abundance to the finances of this house. Get this. We declare this house to bring in millions of dollars for the Family Life Center and for all the ministries of this church, including local and global outreach endeavors. Amen, amen. Give God glory. Where's it coming? I don't know where it's coming from, but he does. Glory to God. Number 12, I speak abundance, an abundance of talented, spirit-filled laborers to be both raised up in this house and additionally sent to this house to work the harvest we are declaring for. We've got to have laborers. Do you agree? Amen, amen. Number 13, I speak for this church to become known for being a house of prayer, a lighthouse for reaching the lost, a total beacon of hope for the up and out, the down and out, everyone who is hopeless in spirit and encouragement and strength for the helpless and the weak. We agree. Number 14, I speak for this house to become known for its heart for local outreach including but not limited to jail slash prison 
ministry, clothing, feeding, hospital, nursing home, shut-in, visitation, unwed mothers, single parents, uh, households, orphans, widows, for inasmuch as we do it to the least of them, we are doing it unto the Lord. We agree. And let me just say this. I've already told Betty Jo, but there was a great outreach here last night. And although there wasn't a, a lot of the folk that they wanted to reach out to, the Lord saw every bit of that. And I left encouraged from this place last night because, Betty Jo, I saw, I saw nearly almost all of the ladies come together in our church and they knew what they were coming together for and they came in one heart, one mind, and one accord and I'm so thankful to be a part of a church that believes in outreach because I'm here to tell you outreach is the heart of God. I will tell you till I'm blue in the face, outreach is the heart of God. Some of the greatest anointing I've ever had in preaching to others have come when I have preached to those that were incarcerated, those that were really in need, that didn't have what they needed, but I preached under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and I believe the Lord did something for them when I did. Number 15, I speak for this house to become known for its heart, for global outreach, supporting world missions wholeheartedly, for the gathering in of the current last day harvest around the world. Go ye into all the world. We have an obligation. It's not if we do, it's when we do. We are mandated to go into all the world and reach the lost and reach people with the gospel. We agree. Amen. 16, I declare and decree for this house to be constantly filled with the Holy Spirit. Let the presence and glory of God always be welcomed and required for all events associated with this house. We call for all the gifts of the Spirit to be in full operation and the fruit of the Spirit to be constant in all of our lives. We've got to have it. We must have it. We can't have less. We've got to have more of the Spirit of Almighty God. Amen. We agree. And then, last but not least, I declare and decree for this house to be filled with souls looking for and preparing for the imminent. What does imminent mean? About to happen, return of Christ. Amen. That all of us purpose in our hearts to be fully prepared for the rapture of his church. He's coming back for a bride who is doing what? They're watching. They're expecting. And they're waiting for his return. The Lord's on his way back, folks. We're living in perilous days. We're living in perilous times. And you never know from one day to the next what you're going to hear next on the news reports. But I have read the report, the report of the Lord. And he's going to come back with victory and it's not going to be weak. It's not going to be on the, uh, coming through the sheep's gate, but it's going to be coming riding those white horses again. Glory to God. Holiness unto the Lord. Righteous are you, Lord. He's coming back triumphant. King of kings, Lord of lords. And I am looking forward to that time. But until then, Remember that old song we used to sing? But until then, my eyes will go, or my, my heart will go on singing. <laughs> Hallelujah! I knew it, but I forgot it. <laughs> Ooh, I tell you what, I, I preached up a sweat this morning. Glory to God! 
I believe in everything I have declared to you this morning to be from the Lord. And I've spoken everything that I have spoken by faith. Now it's up to God for it to go through His filtering system and Him to decide what He's going to act on and not act on. But I believe that God's going to act on every bit of it. I really believe that. I believe the Lord has sent us here for a time such as this. And I believe that as you are willing to help and get into the mix of what God is doing, what he is about, that God is raising up a group of people here. And I've I've got a message that's coming next week. It's going to be the culmination of everything, uh, what can I do to help series. But the title of that message is Little is Much When God is in It. Hallelujah. I love that old song too. Little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame for there's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. (laughs) I'll save that for next week so you've got something to look forward to. I'll have to sing it one more time. Folks, it's all about what we're ready to start speaking in faith. Calling, oh, do do any of you see really anything that I saw happening to its fullest extent and degree? Do any of you see that necessarily? Amen? And you've got, but, but we don't see it happening yet, but we're calling those things that are not currently happening as though they are happening. And we are merging ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ to see Him bring it to pass. Not by might, nor by power, but by His Spirit, says the Lord. We are going to see great things accomplished, but we've got to learn how to start speaking in faith. So I want you to tell me this morning that you're going to do your part by start speaking faith. When you walk around this, these grounds, when you walk around this church, I want you to start speaking life in Jesus' name. We speak life to the classrooms. We speak life to this campus. We speak life to the finances of this church. We're not going to be the, the, the tail, but we're going to be the head. Amen? Amen. Like I've already told you, I don't know where it's coming from, but if he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, he's got plenty of real estate to be able to make it happen. Amen. Heard somebody saying all the taters underneath them too. (laughs) Somebody at Emmanuel College used to say that, that some old timer used to say. But I want us to be in agreement this morning that God is going to do great and mighty things and I want us to start speaking it out and calling it out and I encourage you to go home this afternoon. Probably don't delay. Don't don't hold off on it. But go home this afternoon and get you a piece of paper and you start writing down those things that are not as though you want them to be. I'm not talking about a Santa Claus list. (laughs) I'm not talking about a a wish list, a wish list of, of things you want for your own personal gain. I'm talking about for the kingdom of God's gain in your heart and life and in your family's life. And you begin to start writing those things and declaring them every day, I believe you'll see a difference. In fact, I dare you to do it. I dare you to do it because I believe if you'll do this, we're going to have testimonies out the yin-yang, whatever yin-yang is. <laughs> we're, going to have, we're going to have it coming out from the north, the south, the east, the west. Hallelujah. I dare you to do it. And let's see what God will do. Stand with me if you will, please. Amen.
Amen. You, amen. Amen. That's exactly what I believe the Lord would have us to do. So if you will, and you're in... has been spoken in prayer this morning. Amen. Come on down. Let's sing that little chorus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons will have to flee. When we stand in the name of Jesus, tell me who can stand before us. When we stand in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He bought me and he sought me with his redeeming love. He loved me. Sing it one more time, oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bore me with his redeeming love. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me. To victory beneath the cleansing flood. And then after we pray, we're going to sing that old song, Victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind, victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind, victory today is mine. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I tell you what, I'm going to come down here and lay hands on my wife. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> As a prayer of agreement, Brother Dole, I just feel led as Pastor Emeritus. The Lord has had you play an instrumental part in what we are able to declare today. And because you made the way possible, we have the road before us that we can declare possible today. And I want you to just declare victory over this house and agreement over all that's been spoken by faith today. And we're going to agree with you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Yes. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name.